You ready, Tom? I am. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. You don't seem ready. I'm fine. Okay. All right, welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. Know your ears, do not deceive you. It is I, Stephen W. Burns, hosting this week, because Miller can't, because he's got loads to do, like <laughs> loads. <laughs> like three embargoes dropped today, or yeah, something, didn't they? Yeah, they so. did. And we'll talk about those games, or at least some of them. And Jim is still dead. So, still dead. Um, Hopefully for, resurrected soon. Yes, to any of you saying lovely words about Jim, to Jim, uh, yeah, he'll get better, we think. But we're not going to see him for a little while. He's having a big rest. But he'll be back. So, without further ado about Jim's various ailments, including <laughs> being uh, Welsh, let's talk about the big games. Did you introduce us? I wasn't listening. They the know who you are. Sorry. If I'm, you never I'm Tom Ori, and that's... Yes. Alice We've got Bell. Tom Ori and Alice Bell, and I'm Hello. looking at them in opposite ways. <laughs> it's like in Splatterhouse 2, where you have opposite modes when you get hit, but don't worry about it. Right. Dark Souls 3, then. Let's talk about that. That's Let's the big one. That's the big one. The big daddy. I must well go back to my tweets. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so hold on. Let's get this out of the way. Tom's had some tweets. He said some tweets and they've got some good traction. What was it, Tom? Explain yourself before we go on. Well, I wasn't looking at the good tweet. I was looking at the uh, tweet I did to annoy people. Oh, no. uh, well, that's no negativity on I the did, Burns yeah. I did a tweet about the Xbox. Well, we'll talk about that later when we bring up the Xbox. <laughs> okay, fine. Right, okay. So anyway, all right, Right. Dark Souls 3, we can talk about that. Okay, so Tom will just pop in and out, it seems. I'll ask random questions. Okay. All right, well, Dark Souls 3, I played it. I went to Hamburg. You went on a press trip to a church? Yeah, it was... You know, I wouldn't say it was a disaster or anything approaching that, but I was very hungry for a lot of it, thanks to various (laughs) plane delays. So we went to this church in Hamburg, and outside there big fire things going on and a big picture of an undead knight. Did they have someone spinning fire, like with lightning sticks? No. No. Okay. No, they didn't they didn't have that. But they did have uh, they did just have fire outside. It wasn't mm. you know, it was controlled. I should probably say it was controlled. And yeah, can you imagine if you were like part of that parish saying this to Alice, you'd walk past and be like, Whoa, whoa. But it wasn't like a, a like <laughs> disused like before, dis- deconsecrated. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. I, well, I don't it was, know. It was still an it, active it, church. It looked like, in pretty good nick. You know, it wasn't very run down. Yeah, They're, but like there's a church from, in my hometown that isn't a church anymore and they just have bake sales in there uh, like every weekend. And uh, you know, this one did have a cocktail bar in it. Maybe that uh, should have. Yeah, I wasn't sure whether clue. they brought the cocktail bar in because they brought the food in. They very definitely did that. There's a game called Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, I want to say Redemption. Might be Bloodlines. But like where there's a church that has a club in it. Uh, there's a, there's a church, a former church in Bournemouth. That's now called V or something. <laughs> I went there once and it, it was it was pretty bad. But anyway, so I went there to play Dark Souls three, mm-hmm. and I did play Dark Souls three for four hours. And yeah, if you've seen any of the coverage, you'll know that we thought it was okay. I read like, that it was three hours. Three hours, definitely four hours. Yeah, uh, you said three and a bit in your written I'm, preview. All right, I don't want to get called up on this later. Well, I reckon if we just combine my memory with it mm. with the stuff I've played before it's actually close to about six or seven mm. hours well, so you, you know no one had a stopwatch there mm. so if anyone you, like you played it more than anyone else has anyways yeah exactly anyone in the world anyway and world. yeah I thought it was okay I uh, in fact I enjoyed quite a lot of it but uh, we talked about it a bit before I thought it was a bit of a, uh, a mega mix a greatest hits uh, Bloodborne obviously came out not so long ago Dark Souls 2 before that and it was difficult not to go back and think, is this Miyazaki's The Dark Knight Rises? Is it where he goes, <laughs> I'm going to have to make this one and it, you know, it'll be all right. But what the fuck am I going to do? So, so like, officially, he's, he's behind all of this game. Well, he was or on stage he? talking about the core concepts of the game. Mm. And, uh, you know, so he is a creative force behind Dark Souls it. Dark 2. Yeah. How involved was he in Dark Souls 2? He didn't direct that one. Exactly. I think yeah, it was a producer, was wasn't he? He was off. Producer? He was yeah. off doing he his was own doing stuff. Bloodborne, yeah. mm. But did I mean this is pure speculation? But didn't you say like someone said that maybe he wasn't director for all? Yeah, but that was a nefarious games journalist. Uh. You know, they were um, they were sitting next to me. and They were like, "Did he? Did he do all of this? You know, because the time scales are pretty tight, and we don't know uh, exactly what his uh, his input was in the early stages." He is the president of uh, From Software, so you think that he probably had some oversight. But yeah, it, if you've seen any of the footage, it does feel a bit like, yeah, I've been here before. Oh, it's Firelink Shrine. It's a different one. Oh, but it's got that guy again. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, Alice, you play Souls games. You've seen the footage now. What do you think? Um, I do get what you mean. I haven't played them as much as you, so I wouldn't be able to offer as detailed an opinion on it. But I do, I do see exactly what you mean. I would say that because I've been, because I'm doing a lot of sort of research into Dark Souls three at the moment, and I'm keeping up with everything that's coming out, just so I'm fired up and ready to do guides and that. It does seem like they are still working on it. Like a lot has changed from the footage that's come out of this preview. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot has changed between that and like the the most recent stuff before that from the stress test and stuff. So yeah. there's a lot of change with, with like the character builds and starting weapons and all. They're that tweaking kind of stuff. it, so but they do that all the way, don't yeah, they? Yeah, so it, it could like because there's still well, like a month. Yeah, well, it's out this month in oh, Japan. Oh, in Japan, isn't it? But so towards the, the very end of the month. Yeah, so there's a few weeks. I wouldn't be surprised if there are more changes, you know? Yeah, it, it, I don't know. In the, It wasn't broken or anything, the build mm. that I played, but I wouldn't have had it pegged as coming out this soon. But maybe that's just because it should be like a big thing. You know, with Bloodborne, there was a real big mm. you know, anticipation building. And now, for Dark Souls 3 at least, I, I don't have that hype yet. And yeah, it's... Let's say a month away, in a couple of weeks' time, it might feel different, but I just don't feel it. And a lot of the guys I was speaking to there, they were like, yeah, maybe I'm a little bit less hyped than I mm. was before I saw it. And that's never really a good place to be in. Tom, I know you're going to love this game, aren't you? Mm. You're going to play <laughs> Dark I Souls. Just, I was just trying to know exactly what I was thinking. Go on, go on. Did you press record? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Would you like? Would you like to come in a little? No, look? that's fine. Look, I just had a look. moment of panic, and I Here thought, "Oh go. my god, what if he didn't press record? <laughs> um, <laughs> what? What if I press unrecord now? That's is that bad? Unrecord. That, <laughs> don't press unrecord. <laughs> Burns, do you think? Because you you're not super excited about this, but you obviously are. You are keen to play more of it. Mm-hmm. If they've done Dark Souls, mm-hmm. the first Dark Souls remastered properly. Yeah. Would you have been more excited about that than playing what you've seen so far of 3? I don't know. I'm not really sure. They uh, Aren't you getting a free copy of Dark Souls with Dark Souls? Yeah, on, on Xbox. If on you, Xbox. Get, yeah. Yeah. If you did a pre-order. Yeah. So, That's just the original as it was, so yeah. you don't get any enhancements or anything. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm ready for more Dark Souls because mm. I skipped two, like a lot of people I think did. A lot of more of the casual players. Now, I really like it. I played it a lot. Uh, but I'm not hardcore enough to go, okay, Miyazaki's not making this one. I'll plow through it anyway. Mm. So, no, I want to see what he's doing with this one. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, it seems, again, I said in the videos, I don't want to sound really down on it because it was good. It was just very familiar. And, uh, you know, games journalists are all treacherous swine. Mm. Uh, many of them were saying that at the uh, the event, and I presumed that when their pieces went live, they'd be like, oh, well, that's actually brilliant. But they didn't. Can you believe this? They actually said what they thought, <laughs> which is shocking, really, to yeah. me. But, yeah, it doesn't seem to be one of those Steve Burns opinions that people think I just make up to uh, to make people angry. Mm. So, yeah. I, I remain cautiously optimistic that the, the what they that you guys saw was kind of some of the early levels and the early stages yeah. and stuff. So that maybe because it's set in the world that you've seen before, yeah. that further on, as you progress in the game, it will open up and become more new and exciting. Yeah, I, think, and, I hope so as well. And they, mm. they also raised the starting stats mm. for uh, some of the characters. And I'm not sure if they tweaked some of the... They said they tweaked the difficulty. They raised some of the starting stats, and I'm not sure if they kind of you know increased health for the player and decreased it for the enemies but it seemed very easy um now i'm sure there's a video of me dying a lot of people going oh was it easy burns was it but uh it felt like you could run through the game a lot more and someone who's who i can't remember i'm sorry but they were saying this is that uh, the game feels a little bit like you know in dark souls you when you started the original game you kind of had many different directions to run off in so you Mm. could go down to the crypt or you could go up to the is it the underberg and you could uh, basically the game just went go on then <laughs> whereas it feels not linear per se but it the game does go off you go down this way until you meet you know like the first kind of boss and then off you go and they, they do that in a lot of the souls games like yeah you meet like a bloodborne boss, i think is it but, channels you a bit more like yeah and that's what it, uh, it feels like it feels a bit more like bloodborne in that mm. regard than the original dark souls i can't speak for the second one so, yeah, I'm hopeful that after after you get past that, there will be areas 
you know, which we haven't really seen before, not just remixes of old areas. And a lot of people are moaning that they are just reusing assets quite blatantly. I think that's true. We did a video where we mm. compared uh, Henwick Charnel Lane to uh, the Undead Settlement, which we saw. And it's like, yeah, shit. There are some <laughs> places where it does look a bit copy-paste. But, you know, I don't know. Well, we're going to... It's going to be out in a month. Review build's going to be in soon. Mm. Yes. What frame rate does it run at? Well, some people... On NeoGAF. Mm. You know, because a lot of the continental European press... It's important, isn't it, for this it, game? For it is important. Oh, it's game. locked, isn't it? Yeah. They've said it's locked. Well, there's, there were a few frame drops. And it didn't, it didn't impact me. You know, I thought that's fine, but some people are very upset. Because Bloodborne wasn't. Oh man, when Bloodborne first came out, it was choppy as Mm. fuck. Basically, it was. Everyone just forgave it, really. Yeah. Well, there were like because they've locked it at thirty. I'm gonna say thirty. Have they? I don't know. I should know. I did play it for (laughs) maybe upwards of fourteen hours. Well, they basically they they said like it's locked at a low. Le- like a uh, console frame rate for PC as well to ensure really? that it's always a smooth. That's going to go down badly. That, that's going to that's going to get fixed within seconds. Didn't uh, Dark Souls on Games Windows Live have that? Mm. And someone just went, no. no. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what they said. And, it, and it's the reason is stated as so it maintains a smooth frame rate throughout. Shite. That's such a, <laughs> that's such a bad answer. Just I think people are savvy enough that if you just said, listen. You gave or gave the reason. I don't want to put words in their mouth. They'd be like, "Okay, fine." Well, you wouldn't say, "Okay, fine," but like, "Well, that's better than what's that old cinematic bullshit that Assassin's Creed called <laughs> out?" Yeah, it's more cinematic to have a very low frame rate. What are you talking about? But that's Dark Souls Three. Does it have pigs in it. It has. Uh, I think it does actually, and it has big that's rats. As far as I got, I'm not sure if it's Dark Souls or Dark Souls Two, where there was like a wild pig thing with armor. Charged out of like a gate or yeah. something. Was that the first one or the second That's one? That's the first one. That's as far as I got in that game. <laughs> yeah. Which I imagine is a, probably 95% through. The yeah, there was 95% through the Tom you, you, Ori um, version. Yeah. You missed the pig in the in your Bloodborne I, playthrough well, as well. We, I might have seen it, but we just ignored it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a, there is a big pig in, in uh, Miller, for those who don't know, Miller and uh, Tom Ori here are doing a, a live stream playthrough of uh, Bloodborne. Mm hmm. And it's a, it's a thing to behold. Every Thursday, it's very good. Every Thursday, three uh, about three for a couple of hours. They play UK ball. time. It is amazing, and it's it's, it's, it's just, like Rocky. It's amazing. It's like Tom going heel triangle, press triangle, mm. dodge, and Miller going, I can't, I can't. Yeah, yeah until he does it. Until like, he does, like, like a he's, child. he's somehow really good at it, but also hates it. And loads of people that watch it are furious that he hates Bloodborne, but is better at it. Than yeah, they how are. many how many tries did it take him to beat Gascoigne? Like four goes to beat Gascoigne. I'm sure it took me more than that. And I uh, I love Souls games, but yeah, if you haven't seen that, check it out. It was amazing. Uh, the thing is, with the next one though, are we going to hit a, a bit of a natural mm. lull? Because the opening of that game is very full on. You have uh, the Cleric Beast yeah. and Gascon. And now he's going to have to go and actually do some work. So you have to do some grinding <laughs> now. Well, if, you, if you can tweet me at VG Tom yeah. um, Follow me first, probably. And then... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, suggest- no, no tweets without follow. Yes, come on. <laughs> I, won't, I won't read them otherwise. Um, then just suggest what we might be a good idea to do in the next episode. Because it's starting to open out now. We need, so we need some structure, I think, rather than just going, we'll just wander around. So we well, where did you, I missed the end of it. Where did you? I know they, you beat Gascoigne. It was you beautiful. They the yeah, kill Gascoigne. So the first two episodes of the stream have had a beautiful pacing mm. to them because they end on killing the boss. Nice. So you're going to go into kind of cathedral ward sort mm. of area. You'll, you'll get in and around there. So yeah, you've actually got choices of quite a few <laughs> optional areas. Choices aren't good for us. I don't yeah. think. No. Tom was so, last time Tom started and was like, right, I've got a to do list. Yeah. So it says here, <laughs> level up, and then he crossed it off. And was like, right, done that, and then he was like, right. It says kill Father Gascoigne. Yeah. That's all it says. It's two things. Next thing. yeah. And then they did it, and he was structure. like, right, cross that off. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, follow and tweet at VG Tomo to uh, to let him know what you think you should be doing. Uh, speaking of uh, what people should be doing, are we in agreement about uh, Microsoft's new plans for their Universal Windows platform? So if you missed this, Phil Spencer oh, yeah. has announced that, uh, well, he didn't say in so many words, but basically uh, the Windows platform, um, Xbox, as part of that, is going to have incremental upgrades. Mm. So he didn't come out and just saying, yeah, you're going to get a new Xbox 5S. <laughs> but, you know, along that sort of uh, along yeah. those lines. It sounds like... What he's suggesting is that 
I don't it didn't say time frame or anything. He said a generation being quite yeah. vague about when it might happen. But for example, we could get a new Xbox One that was more powerful than the current Xbox, but people with the old Xbox One could still play everything, but the people with the new one would get better frame rates, resolution, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, I don't know, I'm, I guess that they might do that once or twice a generation kind of thing. Yeah. So maybe every couple, two or three years, you get a new box that you could buy or not, um, rather than going, here's a new graphics card that you can plug in, which I think is a bad idea. Yeah, no one would actually. I don't think like. anyone wants mm. to be truly modular like yeah. that, do they? Because then you really split it. But if you have like uh, with the iPhone or whatever, mm. with Windows Phone, like <laughs> different devices which will run the same ecosystem, then you can build back and forward. That's what uh, one of his things was: uh, forwards and backwards compatibility. Two of the games uh, they brought up was uh, Quake and Doom, I believe. And he's saying, oh, uh, Phil Spencer was saying, oh, I remember being able to play, you know, I can play Doom and Quake on my PC, mm. you know, but I don't need to lose the heritage of gaming uh, by, up, you know, upgrading or not. So, yeah, I get what he's saying. Like, you want all your games in, not necessarily just in one place, but you can you can move them across. Uh, so as a service, rather than just here is mm. my new fancy yeah. Xbox, and then in five or seven years' time, it'll be... Yeah, it'll it be sounds good. a bit mad, and everyone's like, no, no way that's going to work. But I kind of like the idea. Like, I certainly it would solve the problem of. I mean, particularly now, you look at a console like an Xbox One compared to a good PC, mm-hmm. and there's a big gap. Um, and then they could bridge that slightly by having like every three years make it like give it a refresh. It does make sense, and as long as they keep it so that, say, you bought the previous one, you know you're going to get support beyond the release of the next model. Yeah. Um, they'd have to have rules, obviously, so that games run across both, that kind of thing. Um, but I think it's... it's I'd, I'd like it. I'm not sure how much like, how much I'd be willing to spend every time, but mm. you'd, you'd yeah, have the option. Yeah, I think option. that's the thing. Like, I, I wouldn't... They'd, like, I don't know what the price would be, but there'd definitely be a limit where I'd be that now. It's not worth it. Mm. Because, but, I, like, yeah. the reason I have consoles now... I used to have a gaming PC, and it, I stopped gaming on PC because it's just too... It's too hard mm. <laughs> to yeah. keep, keep up with it. And so I'm not... Like, I have consoles because I'm not that asked mm. about having everything look as crisp as it possibly yeah. can. I just want to be able to put a game in the thing and play the game yeah. with, with minimum effort. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be, you know, as you said, it won't be modular or we don't think it is. You won't be like, now here's the Xbox RAM I think, upgrade. I think it'd be, it'd be madness on their part because that would open up so many different possibilities of like, variations on yeah. hardware. They've got to keep, they'd have to keep it so that there was only a couple of revisions in the wild each time i guess yeah so let's say if they just halved the the cycle let's say i think the um, the number given uh, by spencer was seven years mm. so let's say every three three and a half years you get a new box or mm. say maybe two whatever uh keep it in line with phones so and you just go okay and you up uh so it'll obviously be internet connected you just put everything into the cloud and then off you uh, mm. get rid of your old machine and then bang so like exactly like you do with your uh with your iphone you just throw the other one in the bin or <laughs> out the window or whatever and then you just yeah. download it all again it off you go like refresh your existing library in a way like as an example i remember quake i remember getting quake running on my old pc yep. a million years ago it ran just about it was okay running in software mode and get a good upgrade then run gl quake not Love and lovely. Like, wow, look at this. You're probably too young for this, Alice. Yeah, Alice. No, this is when head, PCs yeah. used to be sold without anything that would really render 3D graphics. Mm. Mm. So they introduced 3D graphics cards that you plugged in so you could run 3D games with, and they looked decent for once. Ooh. And one of those, not the early things to use that was, was Quake, and it made it all look smoother with better lighting effects. And you could fire a rocket and you could see the light follow it down the hallway. That was really cool. That so that really kind of cool. thing, you might be get that kind that that might be the kind of thing you get with these revisions. You might have bought uh, Gears Four, and then you buy the new hardware and you get it running at better frame rates and better lighting effects. Who knows? But the, the games will still run, and maybe you get a new lease of life out of your yeah. existing library, which I think is quite cool if that is what they would do. I think if it works, uh, a game that's a really good example of uh, like uh, new hardware giving it a refresh is Hitman Absolution. Of all mm. things, that was a really good looking game on 360 and PS3, uh, but its PC specs were actually off the chart to run everything at maximum at the time. You needed to crossfire SLI, all of that. 
And uh, so I played Hitman the other day. I got this really good PC, got 4K telly using as a monitor. I flicked it on and I'm like, fuck me, like some of this looks better than the new one. Mm. <laughs> and so I think you're absolutely right. You'll get a bit more mileage out of the, out of the older games because that's one of the joys of PC gaming. Yeah. I remember when I got Far Cry, got the original, mm. that came out, got that Dave release. I was playing it on my, uh, what did I have, like a, a, a GeForce 9200 or some mm. shite. And it wasn't running it. So off I went and uh, I was ready in 1900. Went out, got a G4 6800, mm. which at the time was you know, one of the best you could buy. Mm. And the difference, it may as well have just been a completely different game, yeah. in my mind at least. But it did look miles better. So if they're going to do that, I don't really see a problem. I know they've been getting, well, some people think they've been doing actually better than a lot of people think in terms of sales, but they have mm. been getting hammered by PlayStation. And some of the quotes where they're talking about stuff like the focus on monthly uh, like active users mm. instead of just console sales. They've been very big in this statement that was given about talking about to, to advertisers and whoever. It's like, here's how many people are on the platform, not here's who bought it and then never used it. Yeah. The yeah. I bought it, and fair, fair play to them, I bought a Wii once. You know, everyone did. Mm. And then I moved to Bournemouth, and this was years ago, and I hadn't finished unpacking, and I was like, what's in that bag? <laughs> and I'd been there for a year, and I was like, what is in this bag? And, the, and, like, and it's like, oh, it's a, it's a Wii. <laughs> like, yeah, no, you, there's a point there. I think... Was it you claim you've been talking about this for years, Tom? But yeah. I thought it was Dave that had been saying well, this. I think was a good I've been idea. talking to Dave about it for ages. Oh, right. Oh, there you go. It comes like, out. I Dave, I can't remember who was the one that first said it should happen or not. I mean, I'm not. I'm I not, bet it was Dave. Dave's Dave, the one that cares Dave, about frame rates and shit. Dave, Dave was possibly like, it probably won't happen kind of view. I mean, it's not guaranteed to happen now. They're just, I guess, possibly they've said this to see what the reaction but, might be. Um, but I think it's a, it's a reasonable option. Like, as long as you can still buy a console and know that you're going to get support for like at least the same amount of time as you would have done like with a normal console this, this generation um, or last generation. So you still get the six years or whatever you might yeah. think you're going to get. Um, but you still, you'll still get that anyway, I think. I've, yeah. got, I've not upgraded my phone from a 5S and I can still run some of the games. And yeah. I still think, you know, I'm not thinking, oh, no, I can't run Angry Birds mm. 800, at, you know, at whatever. So I think I mean, people... Microsoft released Rise of the Tomb Raider on the Xbox 360. As a, like, <clears throat> they have a history of actually supporting stuff. Like, I don't see why. There was, they didn't need to do that by any no. means. Um, but that's a 10-year-old console that got a brand new game. What's the, uh, what's the price point, though? This is mad speculation in the future now, but obviously phones are offset by contracts. Mm. Yeah. So that's it, easy for you to yeah. kind of play, pay monthly, it literally. It would have to be expensive because they'd, have, they'd, they'd be selling the cheaper model, which is like the last version mm -hmm. and the new one. So I imagine they'll still go for like, 350 to 400 each time. No, that's too much. But that's then, too much yeah, for but, me, man. I would, you, don't I have, was... you don't have to buy that. You've got the other yeah, one. Yeah, but who is going to buy it? Well, that's, that's, you, it's the same. You don't lose out because, say, you bought a console at launch. Yeah. Which is, that's the same price as consoles are. Three, say, 350. May, then maybe they could get to 300. Who knows? But yeah, if but then... Gonna, Sure. That well, then, like the first model will be cheaper. So if you haven't got an Xbox One and the new one comes, the new like thing comes out, and the older one drops down in yeah. price, then you're going to buy the older one, surely, because yeah, yeah, still you have the option. But then people that like Dave and me probably would might think every three years isn't that bad to buy a new console and uh, to get like the better performance, better better resolution. It is true that console life, like the generation lifespan, is much longer than it used to be, isn't it? Like mm -hmm. the life cycles are really long now which is one of the reasons the game like fucking nearly went under and it's probably yeah. going to go under again because they didn't like they kind of rely as a retailer on new generations of consoles coming out and then yeah. everyone will buy them and then they're all right for a year or so i think um the uh, the 360 just had this incredible lifespan i mm. think that's a bit of a, an outlier in a, in a lot of ways uh especially when you consider that with the original xbox microsoft literally dumped it and with the, say, the Mega Drive. Didn't the Mega Drive come out in 1989? Mm. Like, before the fall of the Soviet Union. <laughs> <laughs> and that, you know, kept on going until 1994. So, but I know, yeah, I think you're, you're right in a lot of ways. Like, how long are these things going to hold on for and how, how many people are they going to drag under without new and improved machines and people spending money on them? So, from Microsoft's perspective, it makes sense. I just don't know how they're going to sell that model. Because when you buy a phone, for example... 
you get all of the other features of the phone. And a lot of that is to mm. do with not just app functionality, but the camera. So uh, Apple really big on selling the iPhone on um, was it 3D Touch. Mm. Uh, and that stuff's really, really cool. And so you get this all-in-one package. So it's not just games. But then people buy that shit anyway just because, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of bumps in the road for them to, uh, to kind of yeah, try and figure no, out. There's but... no guarantee that this isn't even going to happen. It's just a, yeah. it's kind of something Phil Spence has said that we assume they're obviously thinking about because they've said it, but we have no idea what the actual like, details are beyond a kind of loose statement at the moment. Yeah. All right. Well, things that are definitely happening is apparently... I said definitely then apparently. Yeah, yeah. You, well, you know, you never trust anyone. That's, that's my matter. More it's so, plausible deniability. Exactly. We've got to put disclaimers out there. Definitely, and then if anyone complains probably, in the comments, we can be like, well, we, we clarified exactly. it. So. Go back and listen to it. <laughs> All right. Here's things that definitely were said. Uh, the HTC Vive, the Vive mm. has sold out its initial allocation of more than, was it 15,000 units yeah. in less than 10 minutes? So that seems good when you put it that yeah. way. You're like, people mm. want these things, but of course, 15,000 units isn't that many it's, for consumer electronics. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what, what are our thoughts on not, not the sales because people buy any old shit. People bought the Jaguar mm. the 3DO. <laughs> uh, but, you know, on, on their tech and uh, on their kind of room size tech as well. It looks interesting. It looks like more how I would want VR to work than Oculus because yeah. it has like more than just the, the like the head tracking stuff there's more like involvement but it that is just it seems even more than Oculus like a very niche product that is going to take a long time to come into like the mainstream like people getting excited about 15,000 units is like you said doesn't mean anything really yeah. like new cool tech will always probably sell out mm-hmm. like people are excited about the um Ooh, yeah, at one point, weren't they? <laughs> were they? They were. They? <laughs> they were like, and that, we know how that ended. Yeah. So I think there's any guarantee that just because it's done well at the launch period means it's going to do well. But I, I hope VR does something because it is new and exciting and I'm keen to give it a proper go. But there's a long way to go before that becomes something that everyone is going to want to get in the house. Yeah, I mean, Alice, are you thinking about I was, ever getting... Yeah, loads of people are being like, oh, this is the future of entertainment and stuff. I think it is, really. But then I, like, I'm i not excited about it, but I haven't played anything in VR either. I have not road-tested a VR headset at all. So maybe if I do, I'll be like, this is fucking amazing. But at the moment, I'm it's not... It's cool. No, But in change, it. I did Oculus, uh, played uh, Elite on Oculus mm. and E-Valkyrie. They're the perfect games for it, you know, mm-hmm. because your body doesn't need to move because it's in the craft, obviously. And you're like, yeah, you can look behind you and you can, you're like, oh, those are, the, those are my legs. And then you realize they're not your legs because they're <laughs> kind of, they're offset from where your legs should actually be. But I'm, yeah, the price is high, but then it's early adopter stuff, yeah. really. Like they're just seeing how they can price it and how much they can get away with, which at early adopter stage seems to be all of it. But also the PC specs need to be high. You need... Like really high. Really yeah. high, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm covered. Well, that's what I'm <laughs> going to say. But not for long, probably. Yeah. And then there's, uh, there's you know, uh, the space that you need in your house and your games room, if you have one, or probably the front room. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, is your, you know, other half or your parents or your children really going to like you sitting in your virtual world? <laughs> Everyone, like lots of people have said that it's not, like it's quite a social thing if you play it with other people, but it's very so like anti- anything, right? It's very antisocial <laughs> for people that are around you in the same house. Yeah, yeah, like so, and I, it's odd looking fundamentally. I played, I was playing, like I played the division beer at the weekend, and my husband got bored, and I had to stop because he was about to throw a tantrum because really? my, my husband's an infant. Um, <laughs> but he, he like he was just like that was just like, and I was playing it with headset on, so he was like that was like listening to someone like one half of a phone call. So like sitting playing that VR. That is annoying though. Listening yeah. to one half of a phone call is the worst thing. But like uh, sitting playing VR, like we don't like we. It's a small flat. There aren't many rooms you can mm. go away separate to. You know what I mean? Like just watching someone in in the headset being like, "This is amazing." <laughs> no, and, you like, can't play. Waving their arms around, like you know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I've got, I've got the space and I've got the PC to do it, but I'm I'm just not tempted at all. Mm. Really, I don't, I don't. And again, it comes down to the apps. 
And uh, Tom, you and I were talking earlier about how I don't feel that games are necessarily that VR killer app. I think there's got to be something that you know, people think games, they think they're very involved and mm. you know, not very mm. intuitive for a lot of people who, don't, who haven't played games. And yes, you are using your uh, arms as an input uh, or your body your head and everything but still there's you still have to get over that hump i feel like. where if you could have something that was more like sport that you could watch sport on it and i don't know how you can do that okay but it needs to be something that's a bit more all-encompassing than just this time you can shoot people with your own hands you know that feels a bit too much of a stretch mm. well, for it like, to have the mass adoption of this the stuff that interests me more about is like is it um madrid yeah the space one yeah those are the sort of things. Which looks really games, cool. Yeah, the games that would interest me with that. But then those are the sort of games also where I would naturally, I think, want to move while doing it. Yeah. And I think moving while I was in VR. So you want would... zero gravity? Come on, <laughs> come on! How much do you think it's going to cost? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I think this is probably the reason why it's taken so long for it to to get to this state. Because you know, as we know, virtual reality has been mm. knocking around for years and years. I remember being mm. at Butlins once and seeing those big, uh, so like. Uh, <laughs> you know the huge ones we yeah, stood in the middle those, of it yeah. my husband I was talking to him about it and he was like VR can fuck off it could fuck <laughs> off in the 90s and it can fuck off now <laughs> well yeah well on that note sorry Palmer <laughs> and uh, everyone at HTC but you've been told that uh, can, I don't know I think it's got a long way to go but I think with that many you well say comparatively that many units we'll start to see people fucking around with it yeah and uh, yeah so right Enough of that chat about hardwares and platforms. More, more games. Super hot. Tom, you mm. reviewed it and said you made you feel like the coolest man on earth. I'm not. Did I say that? I yeah. said something along those lines. You yeah. said that you're not a cool think, man, but it made you feel cool. I think it said it at least made my avatar cool. No, it made, come on, Tom. Don't undersell the game now. But it is a very cool game. That is like it's one one of its big selling points is that you do a lot of stuff, and when you're playing it, because of the, the mechanics in that. If people don't know, it's a first-person shooter, yeah. but time only moves essentially when you move. Mm-hmm. So um, if you stand still, like you can see the bullets crawling towards you very, very slowly. You can dodge in and out of them, that kind of thing. But when you're playing, it's very stop-start because you're looking around all the time to see where the next where you should move mm-hmm. and um, like who is the next target kind of thing. So then it, you watch, like I watched you playing it. I've never seen, I've never watched anyone else play it before. Because I was just playing it, you don't notice it as much when you're in control. But when you're watching someone else, it's very, it looks stuttery and slow yeah. and kind of odd. Yeah, when we streamed it, a lot of people were saying, like, is it broken? And we weren't sure if it was, the frame rate was well, the stuttering. Or... To be fair, I think <laughs> the frame rate wasn't great in that stream. But it is a game that, because the way you stop all the time, it has a very odd sense of motion to it. Yeah. And then it's only when you watch it back in the replays that you see how cool it all is you don't want this stuff when it's running at full speed you, you appear to be doing things that aren't actually possible yeah. such as like mm. seeing someone for a split second shooting them from be- just like, as if they're coming behind a pillar or something you get them as they're running into the bullet which yeah. you could never really do unless you're like a, a call of duty kid or something yeah um and it, it has a the way that it kind of builds on a lot of sort of scenes from action movies and that kind of thing there's a lot of moments you think this could just be in, in a film yeah. essentially and you you get the sense that you're doing some cool stuff even when you're doing it in the, the slow real-time mm-hmm. mode um it's got a kind of simple but s- reasonably smart campaign with a storyline that ties it all together so oh, i hate it oh that was terrible yeah uh, me and ben's hate hated that bit <laughs> i think it's i think it's uh it's it's decent i didn't expect it to have any i thought it was literally going to be a load of challenges. That's how it should be. So it has got this, <laughs> the campaign levels themselves are really good though. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You can cool. you can go back to them and play them and do new cool stuff and things. And challenge mode gets unlocked that lets you do other stuff within those levels. Um, and it's it, you could complete it in sort of three hours or less. Probably mm. it's not a very long game. But then the the real meat is trying to do like the challenges and that kind of stuff. And I'm sure lots of people get really into it and do insane mm. things that. I wasn't able to do even when it is running it in slow motion. Yeah, a lot of people have been talking about this uh, story <coughs> and uh, how rubbish it is. <laughs> and yeah, um, maybe it's because Alice and I kept on uh, like swapping uh, the controller, just, mm. tr- just trying to get on with it. I know what you mean. It is one of those games where other people are playing it because it is essentially a puzzle game yeah. where you can fire a gun and use a sword. You start thinking, they better not fuck this up again. <laughs> 
you know so it's not a great game for you know watching and it's got a lot of backseat driving in it obviously you now Alice and I are professionals yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know there wasn't too much of that on the stream but in the comments <laughs> I imagine people raging like throw the sword now but yeah I didn't think it needed this story around it and this is that story of like who's really controlling the game? Yeah, it's, it game? I think like, my issue is that that's so that's so done. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, so done. Someone tweeted the other day saying, "Games talking about who's really in control is the equivalent of films going it was all a dream." Mm. And it, yeah, there's a bit where you kind of see yourself or see someone yeah, controlling yeah. the game with their VR itself. I mean, like, right, I've got it now. I've, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. It. I don't know how early on the whole concept behind the story was. It's quite created. early, I think. Because I know, like when it was originally shown, it was literally like a, they did that seven-day development yeah. thing, or it was whether or not they had the idea of the story then or not. I don't know. Well, some people who have played both the early versions and the released version bemoan the fact that it has had all this uh, story narrative mm. stuff kind of uh, chucked in there. Mm. So yeah, maybe as I can't say for, uh, for certain because I didn't play it in the early days. But yeah, it got a lot of a uh, lot of hype. You know, it had that you know the super hot trailer and all super that. Yeah, hot. So, but I'm really, I'm really pleased with how it turned out. I tweeted mm-hmm. the other day saying, you know, in a rare moment, <clears throat> not being an arsehole, just yeah. saying you should probably give those people money. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was really good. I really liked it. It yeah. made me feel like, you know, when you're watching like an action sequence yeah. in a film and Jason Statham is like kicking the shit out of a guy and then like grabs his gun and shoots some other guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it made me that. feel like that because it was you like can do that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You like mm. you throw like a vase at one guy and then punch another guy in the face and yeah. then like grab the gun that the first guy dropped and then shoot a third guy in the corner mm. and yeah. it's it feels really cool yeah it did feel like a hong kong action movie blocking simulator <laughs> you just, uh, you're the stunt in another world you're the stunt coordinator yeah, yeah. no 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 do this it i said before we started it reminded me of the ps2 game stuntman mm. where it's obviously a lot more forgiving because that wasn't one of the hardest games <laughs> i've ever played yeah. <laughs> i think it actually killed a few of the journalists who had to review it at the time I remember them in magazines going I hate this <laughs> game. So yeah, that's super hot. It's coming to Xbox soon. By yes, the way. it's on so PC. It's on PC now. Xbox One. I thought it was early March, but it may. Be, I don't know if that's been confirmed or not. But relatively soon, I'm sure it is this month. Yeah, it is a game that I would and probably will pay for. Pete, lots of people saying that that you never want to play this on a on a gamepad. We did. You could be, with a keyboard and mouse, you could be a little bit more accurate and quicker with your aiming and that kind of thing. But it works fine. Because I think the, that's true of any... Because of the pace of it, it works fine with it, with yeah. the controller. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think there were too many troubles with it. I thought that in the beginning, it, because you're you're quite conservative with it mm. and, uh, when you first... But then suddenly after yeah, a while, yeah, you're we, just like, running when around. When we first were playing it, I think you, we were sort of over... Aiming a little bit, yeah. Like, and overthinking and, uh, it, like, yeah. Always going for the headshots. Mm. You think, yeah. oh, I got. I thought you had to just get headshots. You know, yeah. I wasn't sure we, when we first were playing it. We were playing it like it was a regular shooter. Mm. So like going into and out of cover and like getting headshots and stuff. You yeah. don't need to you can no. just destroy people. Yeah. So those are the uh, those are some of the big games. What have you guys been playing before we go on to other stuff? What's been happening? Not football manager. Football manager. Although actually, no, you, you have run into a bit of uh, bother, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, it's got quite dramatic. Well, <laughs> it was quite traumatic. Um, traumatic. <laughs> yeah, and that. Um, well, I'd been at Forest for a few years. Um, I'd built. Never. A I good almost. Time. I got to the playoffs in my second season. Right. Which isn't bad because um, they're a they're a club in massive financial difficulty. Yeah. So they had no money at all. So I built up a team of kids, essentially, sort of 22-year-olds. I think my average age is 24. It wasn't bad. There you go. Um, and then I kind of promised the board that I would be promoted the following <laughs> season because they were like, you, they, they wanted, I needed more money, essentially. So the only way to get more money was to tell them I'd get automatic qualification to the Premier League. Um, so then halfway through the season, I was in about 11. Mm. Mainly, I think, because I had quite a lot of injuries and I didn't have the depth of squad because I didn't have the money to buy all the all the players I needed. So it was their fault. So I had a lot yeah. of kids coming through, but they weren't first team ready yet. Um, so then they said, right, you've got to get uh, 10 points from five games. And I said, fine, I'll get 10 points from five games. I got one point. So <laughs> I, oh was, I was sacked. You were out. So then I spent most of yesterday lunchtime Crying. Uh, just looking for jobs. <laughs> <laughs> it is about as fun as it sounds. 
So he's just looking at the jobs board. Did you did you reach for jobs. like that point like when when people play The Sims and they suddenly realise that they're just they're doing their real life in mm. their spare time? Was it like it's, it was a little bit? I, I did contemplate whether I should just start again because when you start these games, you can just pick any team you want. I could have gone and managed Man U if I wanted, but I thought no. I built a career for myself. <laughs> I applied for sort of Newcastle. There was a few teams at the bottom of the Premier League that just fired their manager, so I applied for Newcastle and. Um, another team, possibly. That's the boost that the the fans really wanted, wasn't yeah. it? Though <laughs> the sacked manager yeah. of yeah. League One mm. or Championship, sorry. Championship, uh, yeah. so, I didn't get that. I didn't even get an interview. I got an interview at Aston Villa. Do you actually have to go through the interview? Yeah, phone? you do. Amazing. I'm Isn't looking it? forward to the film based on Tom playing um, football yeah. manager. Then you yeah. get asked all these questions. I didn't get the Villa job because they wanted me to commit to playing a game based on set pieces, and I thought this is just nonsense, basing my entire philosophy around set yeah, but pieces. but you should have just said yes and then so not I done said, it. said, no, that is not what I want to do. <laughs> so the basis on which you got the job here, but like, yes, exactly. I will do everything you say to and me. I was, I was just the, the cleaner here. And, I was like, <laughs> and they're now, the, the guy that took over, I can't remember who it was, they're now like clear at the top of the championship. They got a ton of money, so I should have really just gone yes. Yeah, should have gone yeah, yeah and then anyway, used their place. I'm now, I've got a job at Derby. Oh, this is a coup. Um, who are pretty much about the same position as Forest are in the championship. Um, they've got about as little money as they had as well. So it's going to be another good couple of years of grinding out <laughs> from toiling results yeah. until finally. This is an exclusive. This kind mm, of info doesn't yeah. usually come out until Saturday no, on yeah. the VG plays because yeah. you're not normally allowed to talk about your football manager career on the podcast because no, it's boring. No. But yeah. they, now it's finally reached you know a peak. There's something happening here. Mm. And now there's going to be a, a lonely trough. Yeah, the next <laughs> the next few months are going to be really dull because it'll just be me buying buying eighteen year olds, hoping <laughs> they buying they fulfil their potential, <laughs> and then probably getting fired again. I hope nobody isolates the audience. Yeah, someone will, and they think it's hilarious. Yeah, and it won't and they just be. loop it. Mm-hmm. Be a gif. Yeah, there you go, Alice. What have you been playing? Um, still playing Bloodborne. Yeah, okay, I I really like it. I really it's like really it. Good. It's really good. Yeah, it's a really good game that I'm bad at, that I hate and love. It's like Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> it's good. It's uh, yeah. Where are you up to now? Uh, I still, I, well, I still haven't killed Father Gascoigne, but I. Oh, so you just massively overleveled. Yeah, You're just hulking around <laughs> yeah, in the early yeah. stages of the game. But I nearly did it. Like the other night, I figured out how to um to to cheese it. Parry. No, no, I'm doing parry. it properly. And I haven't summoned anyone, so I'm doing it on my own. Is parrying really hard? No. Well, I thought it, I thought it was. Because parrying or, like, because lots of these kind of games, you have some kind of parry or counter yeah, system. Yeah. I thought it was, is but it, it's, Is it different it's, to other games? It just runs against your natural instinct to get out of the way. Yeah, that's what it is. But that's kind of... All, all games like this have some kind of countering. Like, even God of War has, like, a counter. Yeah, but... You just time... It's not very... Fi- well, it depends, really. After a while, you start to to really get it mm. and um yeah i don't think that you need you don't need like superhuman reflexes you don't need to be that good at the game to do it but what you need is the ability to recognize essentially which frame or part of the animation mm. that uh, that whichever enemy you're dealing with is going to be able to be parried mm. and sometimes you do it out of uh, sheer luck yeah and miller do it like immediately <laughs> and um yeah but yeah once you've got it down and depending on which weapon you have in your left hand as well that all changes uh, but once it's down, it's the most satisfying thing in the game as well, yeah. especially when you're fighting some of the bosses towards the end. Some of them are actually quite easily uh, parried. In, in the last boss or the Panama boss, if you get, you're going for the secret ending, I was raging about their lock-on attack on Twitter. People were like, you should just parry him constantly. <laughs> it's like, you know, if it was that easy, but then after a while you get into the rhythm. And the whole thing about Bloodborne and Souls games is you just have to get into that rhythm, which is why... If you play it for too long and you just start sprinting around, you may as well just stop and just mm-hmm. go and do something else. Mm. And uh, But that, I think that's why the Bloodborne stream's working so well, is that when Miller calms down and stops shouting, <laughs> he actually starts to get into <laughs> mm, the, That's the why people are across, because he's, he's, he's good at it. But he still hates the game, and it's like he doesn't deserve yeah. to be good at it if he hates it. I mean, that's the most ridiculous thing. Um, but I've also been playing Flame, The Flame and the Flood. Which I really like. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is from the molasses blood, um, yep. who are a bunch of 
They, it's happening quite a bit, like like they make AAA. Bioshock or something. Yeah, like. there's a bunch of devs who works for like harmonics and some people who worked on Bioshock. It's happening quite a lot. Where like people who you know devved for AAA games yeah. leave and then form their own little indie. Mm. Cabal. Well, for a while it always used to be they were, they made Bioshock. I remember kind of early 2010s. It was they made they made Bioshock. You know, yeah. So a lot <laughs> of games kind of got sold. Um, on the back of that but but, yeah. yeah it's really good I very much enjoy it it's like it's a survival game kind of like um, Don't Starve but you have to keep moving the whole time so there's no you don't get to build shelter you don't really get to build safety uh, you're just on a raft going down a river with the, with a little dog um, but I sounds sounds heartwarming but it's in fact quite brutal I it is really brutal yeah there are a lot of ways that you can die and a lot of very complex ways you can die and it's like, like you can get like a, a rash but then that rash will like progress into like a, an actual infection and then you'll get like strep and then you'll die and then mm. it's the, it's you know an apocalyptic future so yeah. you're just done you just die or you could get like mauled by animals there are snakes and bears and, and... oh my yeah exactly oh. <laughs> well speaking of apocalyptic futures let's talk let's talk <laughs> oh let's God. do some let's do some questions shall we now like like miller in a, you know in a bid to emulate him i've not actually really looked through any of these mm. so uh, i might do the thing he does where he goes I'm not reading that that one. I'm not reading any of these. Right. Okay. So, right. First question from Bilal SQ1. Can patrons, and that's uh, at Bilal SQ1 as well, can patrons be part of the podcast through Skype? Now, Tom. Well, when you asked me this earlier, I thought you meant can people in general. And I was going to say no. Um, I'm not. Patrons, I don't know. The issue issue we have, because obviously we have a. here on the the backers if you back us and it gets what fifty dollars a month you can come on the podcast um i think that it's filled up now though yeah so if if people drop out you could fill that and and pledge that amount i don't know the only issue is obviously sound quality and delay and all that kind of stuff like if you listen to podcasts where they have people on that are all over the place there isn't the same dynamic as you get when people are in the same room, essentially. Yeah, because they're all doing other stuff. And it's, yeah. there's, there's any bit of lag or delay, and it kind of throws everything off slightly. And I the do- laptop in here is terrible as well. Yeah. I love this thing. Really? <laughs> I love this thing because the little catch, which opens at the top, looks like one of the starting guns from Halo. Mm, it does. <laughs> I mean, that's not a reason why I love it. It's just literally just noticed it. But, uh, yeah, so there's your answer. I mean, if you are someone who's thinking about pledging and would, would want to do this your best bet is to talk to Miller about it because he handles all the patron stuff and who exactly. might be Simon.miller at videogamer.com. Yeah, there you go. But there are loads of other great uh, benefits you can get from supporting the patron. You pay me some money. Yeah, you've really sold it way. there. Oh my God. And I gave we, you an opening there and when everything. When we do live events, you can come and hang out with you us. You come hang out live you events. Can, you can see that we're not all terrible ourselves. We mm. are. Some of us are but... Maybe maybe at the start we're all like fine. Like, oh, I, we, I think we are we are later. terrible, but like not in the way that people might think. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're nice people in the pub. Yeah, exactly. Later on, yeah. outside the pub, terrible people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, at Andrew Fairburn asks, Kinder Egg or kin- Kinder Bueno? Bueno. Used to be egg when I was a child. I wanted the toy, but now I want yeah, higher quality. If you're not interested chocolate. in the toy, then Bueno. But if if it's like a really cool toy, I don't know. Like they do a run of. Mutant turtle figures or something. <laughs> no, those, those days are over. It feels. Are they? Yeah. No, yeah. No, I just mean for you, Tom. Uh, you, just yeah. in general, like yeah. it's time to abandon yeah. as Alice. I haven't had a toy. Kinder Egg in in a long time. So Did you sound I'm not, like not going to buy one. I'm just saying. It sounded that, like the opening of a movie where it's like Titanic, but for Kinder Egg, so you're reminiscing. It's like a <laughs> slow, slow zoom on Tom's face, <laughs> and then his voiceover going. I didn't had include. The best option is the actual like. You can get Kinder chocolate bars that are neither bueno or egg. Oh, the little, the, the little mini ones. What yeah, they they're the best thing because um, they're like an egg, but in like a block. So you can eat them. Yeah, rather Dave than bought like a bajillion of them did as a Christmas present. Oh. Yeah, he bought he like a... He didn't bring any in, did he? Well, no, they weren't for us. Oh, are they in his secret drawer? Maybe. All right, fine. That one seems to have been asked and answered. So the next one, Lucy at Lucy C. Kinch asks, will we be seeing a stream of Miller taking on Dark Souls 3 after it is released? <laughs> he, He's I, doing well on Bloodborne so I far. I suspect he would fight against that notion. He, I think it also depends on when we finish Bloodborne. He keeps saying like, that we're, he's like, no, I'm going to finish it because people I said I couldn't. <laughs> we are. The plan is to finish Bloodborne. So, and two hours a week isn't a lot. 
So it could take us a long time. To yeah, but having it. said that, you're probably further ahead than a lot of people. Yeah. Like it didn't take you very long to get to where you I mean, are. If we, if we can keep making progress, I think. I'm yeah. Th- I think I'd like if it goes well and people are keen. I think yes, we probably could do a Dark Souls stream. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, well let's see. Let's see how it goes. Let's see if Miller's got PTSD after. <laughs> but oh, I can't wait for some of the later bosses. But we'll leave that until then. Tom Bickmore asks. Bickers. Yeah. All the games are coming to Windows 10, but do you think Halo will ever make the jump? Yes. Yeah, at some Scott, point. Scott, if that's with part of their strategy with now, what they're talking yeah. about now, it's got to, isn't it? It sounds like almost every Xbox They'll game. They'll just keep repackaging to... it every couple of years for whatever's. Yeah. I think happening. I think almost certainly you have, in, in a couple of years at least everything that is Xbox is just a service and it'll run on all these different things and everything will run on those devices. All right. Well, good. Concise, <laughs> nice. Okay, Andy Rudrum asks McDonald's, or you know, kind of states McDonald's, Burger King, Five Guys, fuck, marry, kill. So, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, Burger you have to King. marry Donald's because it's got the big tasty. No, see, I think I'd marry Burger King because it's uh, it's got the bacon double cheeseburger. And then, right, like, right. there's and literally then... no accounting for taste here. Oh no. Oh. Do you know, okay, I kill Macca's, fuck Burger King, and then marry Five Guys, because Five Guys has got that uh, that machine with all the sodas in it. That, right. Doesn't Burger King have that as well? I've not been to Burger Doesn't King. Doesn't Burger King that? have like a Pepsi machine that does different flavors? Pizza Hut does. Does it? Yeah. I'm not Burger sure about King. Burger King. Harvester has it as well, even the Harvester is shit. Yeah. Harvester's great, what are you talking about? It they turn well up and they shit. go, have you Although been to a Harvester, Harvester before? And then you and put I'm those... Obviously, I know how to eat food. <laughs> like, <what is> it? <laughs> not... And then you put like the fake bacon bits on you. Yeah. Or you can eat salad, salad that other people have sneezed in. That that. Good. It's not even that good. <laughs> yeah, that, that is rubbish. We went to a harvester once after my friend had just broken up with his girlfriend. And he was like, you guys, you have to wingman me because I really fancy that waitress. And whenever she came over the table, we were like, Lee, where did you park your Ferrari? Like, <laughs> she was like, Lee, yeah. are you paying for this with your Amex gold card? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Did it work? No. Of course it did. <laughs> no one's got a gold Amex card. Right. Uh, Jonathan Mann asks, how big is Batista's penis? But that bit's almost redacted. That's for Jim, surely, that yeah. question. So now it's followed up with, um, I mean, what is everyone's favourite SNES game? I'm too young. Yeah. I never had a SNES. Oh, it was because my cousin had one, Street Fighter 2. But then I got Super Street Fighter Turbo, if it was called Championship Edition on the Mega Drive, the one that Special Champion special, Edition, the one that you had to have buy the six button controllers for. Yeah, as well. so I kind of didn't need the SNES. Yeah, but that version one. was wank. It was, was not it? wank. It was right. It was Once not we step wank. out of here, we're gonna have a quick look. It and was I fine. Think the bad nostalgia part. <laughs> no, of it, it was right. fine. fine. It was fine. I didn't have it a SNES. Was. It this was, was like it was at a simpler time. You didn't, didn't have any matter. colours. We're talking about. Yeah, but I didn't. I was at child, children probably don't even see colours. Ra- oh, right. Children don't even see colours. Like dogs. <laughs> Little kids can't even see more than like an inch from their face. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, right. Okay. Well, I, mean, I was probably about fourteen at the time, but. Right. Okay. <laughs> Favorite SNES game. I had uh, a SNES, but I got it late in the day uh, of the generation. So probably uh, from having played at other people's houses. Yeah, probably Street Fighter 2 Turbo.